This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I am your host, Casey Shearer. Joining me, as always, Ray, the podcaster. What's going on, Casey? Not much, Ray. Just sitting here for 40 minutes and 25 seconds waiting for a guest who once again did not show up. So yeah. what are we going to do? Well, I think we're just going to say that, uh, you know, I was really looking forward to talking to him because I love what he does. But it's very disappointing when a guest can't just click the goddamn button and come on and talk to us for a half an hour. It's yeah. very disappointing. Yeah, especially when they confirmed last night that yeah. they would be here tonight yeah. at 8. Maybe he's on crack. I can't confirm that. I, I just don't know, man. You know, I'm torn. I'm really torn. You know, fuck it. It's Todd Sheets. Fuck it. Yeah. Todd Sheets, this is the second time you've done this to us. I love your fucking shit. I love your movies. But Jesus Christ, man, can you just come on and talk to us? And, you know, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed because I really want to talk to him about his movies. Yeah. Yeah, I have a a giant long list of stuff to ask him here. And uh, one of the things, actually, that I was going to ask him is um, you mentioned, you know, maybe he's on crack, but... (laughs) <laughs> He's not on uh, from from all the research that I've done. This man has never had a drink or no. a drug. Well, and that's the other thing that pisses me off, man. I did a lot of research on on Todd and trying to figure out what I shouldn't ask him and what I should ask him. And you know, when people don't come on, that's the disappointing part. Is that you do the research to make sure you don't offend them, right? Because the last thing on earth I want to do is offend this guy. And what does he do? He's he fucked us twice. 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 And the, the shitty part is is that I'm going to let him do it to us three times. <laughs> yeah. Third because time I, is a charm. Dude, I, I so want to talk to him, though, because he's got some great fucking movies. Yeah, I mean, there's so he's known as the Prince of Gore. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that I was going to talk about. Uh, but, yeah, there's so much that we could talk to Todd about. Hopefully, yes. we'll give him one more shot. Yeah, the, the master of splatter. Come on, man. Where are you? Yeah, we'll give him one more shot uh, next week, hopefully. Um, if that is not the case, then uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh... Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. And, um, man, it's really hard when somebody who creates horror movies from such um from such just like an evil dead level like that's where he started like just from the ground up just a desire to make something great out of nothing and that's what he's done but like maybe he fell asleep i don't fucking know yeah that's a possibility in 1993 is when todd started to take uh, making movies seriously yeah. but prior to that he made 25 movies <laughs> so like well once again when you watch the early stuff it, it's like 
he's somebody is in my like he's in my uh age group mm-hmm. and uh his early movies are like shit that if i was a filmmaker i would have done like he did what he could with what he had right and um if you follow his like trajectory as he goes up through the 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 system you know you get these early movies like the bimbo movies and shit and then he does this this movie I absolutely love called Goblin. Goblin is this low budget fucking B movie that's it's like a like an Evil Dead movie, but you know, it doesn't have the actors like who to fucking get Bruce Campbell. Right. Sam Raimi just happens to be friends <laughs> with him. Like that's a one in a million. So like um Goblin is like early nineties and everybody's got long hair and leather jackets and poofy shirts and shit and and it's just a lot of fun and that's uh it's really low budget though and it's not for everybody if you're a horror fan this is the movie you should watch goblin it's like 93 i think um but you can see the trajectory of where he's going yeah like you can see that to the next movie and the next movie and then you get the clown nato which I think was a great fucking movie. And he uses a lot of the same guys, you know, over and over. Mm-hmm. But when you've been around that long, you got to, you know, you, you got to turn over, obviously. But then you get to like Final Caller. And that's a really good movie from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous that uh, he just hasn't had an opportunity to make a big budget movie because I think he could do, if somebody gave him a budget that was more than $8, he could make a great fucking movie. Yeah. Same with, uh, same with Dale, Dale, uh, Fabregard, oh, ab- absolutely. Before. Yeah. You, you give um, these guys more than $8 to make right. a goddamn movie. They would kill. Right. Yeah. And one of the, um, you were saying like, from you know his early stuff goblin was made in 93 and the movie that really started his career was zombie bloodbath that was the one right before goblin but like it's all of his friends in the movie there's no like name actors or anything and then as you go on into his career um house of forbidden secrets it was made in i think like 2015 14 something like that you Mm -hmm. have uh ari lehman who was first jason right uh, you have Lou Temple, who was a friend of the show. He, he was in The Walking Dead and, and yeah. uh, Halloween, all a bunch of uh, horror movies. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman, the <laughs> founder of Troma. Um, and Diane Thorne, who I looked her up. Um, she was an old-time actress who she, w- she played a character named, I think, Eyeless. Well, he got uh, Linnea Quigley to do... Yep. Uh, clown nato i believe it was yep so i mean that's that's something yeah yeah when when actors like that are reading your scripts and coming on board to like they don't want to be in shitty stuff you know what i mean well no and it's it's really disappointing that this guy is not talking to us right now yeah it's it's disappointing and i don't know maybe he had another heart attack i don't fucking know Maybe he's in the hospital right now getting another quadruple bypass. I have no fucking clue because the guy didn't mess us back. That's all my notes. 
But uh, he survived a quadruple yeah. bypass. Yep. And I would love to ask him about that. Like, did did your life flash before your eyes? Or did you just go, fuck it, I'm dead? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. I haven't had <laughs> my heart attack yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And the, the only person <laughs> that I personally know that has had a heart attack was my father. And <laughs> apparently he had a heart attack between 2009 and... 2022 and didn't know about it so well i'm pretty I, sure i've had a couple mini strokes at this point but not a heart attack yet <laughs> uh hey on this fly the fly episode of deluxe edition here <laughs> i know you probably don't have any news segments but uh i, I do touch, not i want to touch on something that we talked about or, or a person that we talked about in the news on one of the previous shows, uh, a favorite actor of yours, Zach Efron. Yes, I love Zach Efron. So you talked about he's he's pulling double duty right now, filming. A, he's doing a couple things right now. He's doing the movie that you talked about, the uh, the beer run, right? Yes, the beer run. And, yes. Yeah, and then he's also filming, which really sparked my interest. A movie for A twenty four. They're the company that's been putting out. All yeah. the great movies like X they're, and yeah, and they're getting ready to do the the what is it the Friday the Thirteenth uh, prequel. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they're making a movie with Zac Efron called The Iron Claw, hmm. and he will be playing one of the Von Erics. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. And I saw a picture of him. Dude, he's and, ripped as fuck now. Dude, he looks <laughs> amazing. He looks just like Kerry Von Erich in the photo that I saw. And um, the reason I bring this up is because I just got an alert earlier today is uh, one of the wrestlers in AEW, All Elite Wrestling that I watch, yeah. uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. They call him MJF. Uh, he actually just got signed on to be a part of the movie as well. Nice. Yeah. So, is he as ripped as Efron? Yeah, he's he's pretty ripped. Um, Do you know what it takes to get that ripped? Yes, that's why I'm not that ripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not that ripped. Uh, it takes a lot, man. It takes a lot. It's kind of yeah. like like uh, the Rock. The Rock's my age. He's fifty, that and that dude is a beast. <laughs> How, how is that possible? I have no idea. I don't know how it happens, but uh, God damn, man. Some of these dudes, they just defy age. It makes no sense. It's ridiculous. The rock- it's kind of like, uh, you know, like you look at like Ric Flair when he was 50. Like he did not look like the rock. No. No, he didn't. He did not look like he's in rock. good shape, but he did not look like like the rock. he was in good shape, but he looked like a fifty-year-old dude. <laughs> the Rock looks like a, a thirty-fucking-year-old. Yeah, I was talking about that with uh, with someone, like talking about like um, when we were watching um, or when I was watching the movies to prep for Ed's interview. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching uh, one. Um, 12 Angry Men with Ed's dad. Yeah. Like, those guys were in their 40s then. 
and they well, it's like, like uh, yeah they, the, 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 the the way that people looked back then they just looked so much Yo, older it's like um now. it's like uh who the fuck uh from the thing uh who the fuck was that Wolfer brimley yeah 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 dude he looks like he's 100 he was like 42 when that was made like seriously yeah. What happened? Like, how does it? How does that? I honestly think that um, life just beat the fuck out of these people. Like, I'm Generation X. We don't have a concept of age. Like, we don't understand it. Like, we're still kids. Like, everyone who's Gen X still thinks we're fucking twelve. Like, you give me some fucking Legos, I'm good. (laughs) You give me some Hot Wheels, I'll put the track up. I'll shoot those motherfuckers down that track all day. I'll do eight hours of running fucking cars down a goddamn track. <laughs> yeah. I'll make paper fucking airplanes for three hours and throw them across the room to see which one will go the farthest. Gen X has no concept of age. We just don't get it. It makes no sense to us. When does Gen X stop? What would I be? I don't know. When were you born? 1980. Uh, you might be on the cusp there, buddy. I do feel you, like it. Kid. I, I, so I got some questions then. Do you like paper airplanes? I do. Oh, fuck yeah. Do you like drinking beer with uh, not worrying about what happens? <laughs> yep. I do. do. You, do you like going to concerts in the middle of the week and not worrying about getting up for work? I do. Okay, all right. I think you're. I think you're falling in Gen X. Do you give a shit what other people think of you? Not one single ah, bit. There you go. <laughs> so you're you're pretty much Gen X, man. We, we just it. don't care, man. Like in my head, like I'm still like fucking somewhere between twelve and sixteen. Yeah, I don't like being an adult. I don't. It's not for me. No, it's just something we have to do. Right. You know, I, I don't enjoy it. I think it's dumb. I knew this one guy. His his saying was he was always so miserable during the week. <laughs> and his saying was, I would always say, how you doing today, Terry? <laughs> I don't live to work. I work to live. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would smoke crack on the weekends. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I think Gen X is the generation that just decided, fuck it. We're just going to be 16 forever. You know, you want to snowboard at 50? Who the fuck cares? Like, I could probably get drunk and jump off a roof just for fun. I don't recommend it, though. (laughs) You know, it's probably not my best move, but I could do it when I was 16, so... Could probably still do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I know you have some dinner to eat, Ray. We're coming up on our hour. Uh, what well, we we got to get? We got to do an episode, man. We got. Oh, uh, we're doing. We're recording right now. This. Oh, is I it, know man. that, but we got to give the people what they want, and the, what the people want is some Todd Sheets fucking bullshit. You got to give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. All right, you want to talk a little more about uh, Todd? So I do. He did take, you mentioned his uh, his heart attack. 
He yes. did take a seven-year hi- uh, hiatus from filmmaking in nine, uh, 2005. He stopped making films. Uh, that was going to be in the questions. Why did you stop yeah. making films? And then um, in 2012, when he decided to start making films again, uh, he was into into the process and he had a heart attack, which you yeah. mentioned he needed uh, quadruple bypass. Um, so we were going to talk about that. Um, he made a movie called Bone Hill Road that was really yes, good. Yes, he did. Yeah. About, uh, it kind of is a little misleading. Like, it shows werewolves on the uh, cover. <laughs> it's not quite a werewolf movie. Like, the guy has a, a the ability to turn into a werewolf. And the practical effects that uh, go into him turning into a werewolf are fucking they're they're really good for like what he has to well, work once, with. Once again, like the dude has eight dollars to work with, <laughs> which is what I wanted to ask him about. Was is how the fuck do you take the eight dollars that you made like panhandling and turn it into a fucking werewolf? Right. Like yeah, that's that, what I want to know. Yeah, one of my questions was like, how much is the least amount of money you've had to work with? Yeah, eight dollars. <laughs> I'm guessing eight dollars because I've seen Goblin. Goblin was made for $8. And honestly, I love Goblin. It's a great movie, but it was made for $8. Oh, yeah. And if he tells me $1 more than that, I won't believe him. You're wrong. Liar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, oh, in Bone Hill Road, when I, when I watched that, going through the credits, we all know that I was in Roseblood, a Friday the mm-hmm. 13th fan film, uh, written and directed by... Peter Anthony. Um, one of the doctors in that movie was played by David McMahon. And I noticed in the credits of Bone Hill Road, David McMahon's name as one of the werewolves. And I text him on Facebook immediately a picture of the credits. And I was like, is this you? And he was like, yeah, I was the <laughs> werewolf in the end scene. In the end credits. Um. So yeah, this guy he's shot like he was he's like the king of SOV it's called which was shot on video which like I just I need to know how they did all that editing and shit back then like how how were how were they editing that stuff because you're like I filmed on the like what I picture these movies being filmed on is like the big the big VHS, camera yeah like where a VHS tape went into the the, the recorder itself and you just taped it right you recorded it directly to the video mm-hmm. right that's what we're talking about here. i mean i think that's what we're talking about but unfortunately todd could not be with us this evening um he had a prior engagement i believe um uh he's either taking a nap or filming another movie Honestly, I can't think of another reason why he would fuck us over when we love him so much. Right. But once again, look, I don't want to trash the man because I don't know what happened tonight. Yeah, he could have got yeah, gonna, maybe he's in a car accident. Maybe yeah, we're get to the bottom of it. Like, seriously, I I still want to <laughs> I still want him to come on the show. I do. Like, I don't want to shit all over him. But at the same time, I kind of, I kind of want to shit on him a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I want him to feel kind of bad. 
but I, I don't I don't want to feel so bad that he's not going to come on the show. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I kind of want to fuck around a little bit and say some bad things. But I know if I do, he might not come on if I get nasty. That's the thing about us, Dre. Like, when he does come on the show, hopefully if he does come on the show, like, we'll just shit on him right to his face. Yeah, I'd rather shit all over him to his face and, like, say, hey, this is the second time you fucked fucked us over. But God damn it, man. I just, I want to talk to you. I've seen you do other interviews. Yeah. Why are you pooping on us? Yeah, I don't know. A bunch (laughs) of his movies are on Tubi. So if you'd like to to check them out, just uh, go to Tubi and search for Todd Sheets. Um, yeah, I highly I highly yeah. recommend Goblin. I highly recommend Clownado, which I think is probably could be his best movie. Mm-hmm. And Final Caller, I think, in my opinion, those are his three best movies. Um, now when you watch Goblin. You are in for some low-budget bullshit, and you're going to be like, why would you recommend this to me? And I will say, because it shows the beginning of where he was, then you watch Clownado and Final Caller, you see the progression. Yep, absolutely. Which is, I wanted to ask him about that, but obviously he's not here. Right. Yeah, and uh, the main reason that we were bringing uh, Todd on tonight was to talk about Moonchild. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a movie that was just released October 11th, so uh, one month ago. And he actually made this movie in 1994, but it wasn't released until this year. So, uh, you know, if Todd was here, we'd be able to <laughs> ask him about Yeah, uh, he could explain it that. to us. Yeah, he could explain it to us, but obviously he had... Uh, dinner reservations with someone that uh, was much prettier than us, I guess. I mean, that's not hard to do. Yeah, I've seen pictures of him. <laughs> He's not much better looking than us. <laughs> All right. All right. You want to, you want to shut this shit down there, Casey? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, All right. Here's the, here's the future of the show. <laughs> Um, next week we will have uh, Arsenio Hall on my friend Turnpike James James Wolf. Not sure what he's going by these days. Uh, he's a vintage dealer. Check him out on Instagram Turnpike James uh, or Arsenio Hall H A U L. And after that we have John Ross Bowie, uh, and then after that George Buza from uh, he played Beast. Uh, this is a funny story, right? Yeah. His manager, when I messaged him about booking George, he was like, sure, I'll see if Beast is available. And I told <laughs> my girlfriend, I was like, wow, this guy, like, he must have a reputation. They call him Beast. And then like, I started looking up, looking at, he was the voice of Beast. Yeah, he's the, the voice of Beast. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we have Michael Campion. He was uh, on Fuller House. Uh, then we have Kevin Van Hen. Hentenrek, I'm gonna I'm butchering that. Oh, you're from, you're uh, you're fucking that all up, big time. He from Basket Case, the Basket Case movies. Yeah, uh, and then Sam Benjamin after that. So uh, if you're interested to Google any of those names, check it out. Um, join our Facebook group. 
Uh, you can always um, ask fan questions over there. I'll, I'll always be posting these. Yes, sir. Over there. And then let's just run through the... Well, before you say that, I want to make sure that Todd knows we still want to talk to him. I absolutely need you to come on, Todd Sheets. Yeah, I, I absolutely want to talk to you. This episode was a goof. We're just having fun because, you know, you're supposed to be here, but you weren't. So, <laughs> but I'm not counting you out, man. I still want to talk to you. So, yeah. All right. Got Casey, one more shot. Do the thing. All right. We are at deluxeedition.show. You can find all of our previous shows over there. Uh, if you're listening to the show on Spotify, iTunes, you can uh, review the show or um, go to YouTube. We are on YouTube as well, and I put a lot of effort into the video shows on YouTube. Uh, if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Deluxe Edition Pod. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod or join the YouTube channel or buy a t-shirt over at whatamaneuver.net. And make sure you check out all of the other great shows on our network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And the podcast of the month this month is Horsing Around. Uh, my good buddies over at the Red Horse Hair Salon in Temple, Pennsylvania. They do a conspiracy podcast, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Not all conspiracies. I don't want to turn people off. It's not all conspiracies. It's a bunch of fun. So check them out. And Ray... I am the host of Tencent Beer Night Podcast. Check it out. Go buy some of my fucking t-shirts. Uh, they're excellent. The logo is Jai fucking Gannick on the shirt. They're at T Public. Casey's got one. You can uh, see it if you watch some of the back episodes. He wore it on one of the episodes. And, uh, you know, you really should consider supporting us on Patreon on Deluxe Edition because... Uh, Without your support, we might not be here. Like, we may fade off into the distance. Probably not, but... Yeah. Probably not, but... Probably I'll see not, if I can, but... I'll see if I can figure that out into the editing. That we fade, just fade away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>